Hey y'all, we're back. I got a message from an old dear friend of mine, it's, and uh, Keith Varden, and uh, he complimented me on my Sea Camp, the last podcast about the Sea Camp pistols. And I, I asked him if he had any suggestions, ideas, if uh, something he'd like to hear about. And uh, he come back with the Sturmwer rifle, now the STG-44. Now, that's an abbreviation for the Sturmwerger 44 or Assault Rifle 44. And it's a German selective fire assault rifle developed during World War II by Hugo Schmeiser. Um, it's also known by its earlier designations as the MP43 and the MP44. That would stand for Machine Pistol 43 and 44. The STG-44 was an improvement of an earlier design by the Machine Carabiner 42H. Now, the STG-44 was a, uh, the first successful uh, assault rifle with features including an intermediate cartridge, controllable automatic fire, a more compact design than a battle rifle with a higher rate of fire, and being designed primarily for hitting targets within a few hundred meters. Other rifles at the time were designed to hit targets of over a thousand meters, but this was found to be in excess of the range in which most enemy engagements actually took place. Now, the STG-44 fulfilled its role effectively, particularly on the Eastern Front, offering a great, greatly increased volume of fire compared to the standard infantry rifles. The STG largely influenced the Soviet AK-47, introduced three years after the war concluded. The STG's influence can still be seen in modern assault rifles, which, after World War II, became the global standard for infantry rifles. MP3, MP43 and the MP44 and the STG-44 were different designations for what was essentially the same rifle with minor updates in production. A variety of nomenclatures resulted from the complicated bureaucracy of the Nazi Germany. The, uh, developed from the uh, MKB-42H machine carbine, the STG-44 combined the characteristics of a carbine, submachine gun, and automatic rifle. STG is the abbreviation from Sturmwehr. According to one account, the uh, name was chosen personally by Adolf Hitler. That was for propaganda reasons and means, and it means assault rifle, as in to assault an enemy position. Uh, although some sources dispute that Hitler had much to do with coining a new name besides signing the order, though. After the adoption of the STG-44, English translation assault rifle became the accepted designation for this type of infantry weapon. Over the course of its production, there were minor changes to the butt end, the muzzle nut, uh, shape of the front sight base, and stepping of the barrel. The rifle was chambered in 7.92 by 33 Kurtz cartridges. This short version of the German standard 7.92 by 5.7 rifle round in combination with the weapon selective fire design provided a compromise between controllable firepower of a submachine gun at close quarters with the accuracy and power of a Carabiner 98K bolt action rifle at intermediate ranges. While the STG-44 had less range and power than more, uh, the more powerful infantry rifles of the day, 
Army studies had shown that few combat engagements occurred uh, at more than 330 yards and the majority within 220 yards. So full power rifle cartridges were excessive for most uses for the average soldier. And not only, uh, and only trained specialists such as snipers or soldiers equipped with machine guns, which fired multiple rounds at a known suspected target, could make a full use of uh, the standard rifle rounds and power of it. The British were critical of the weapon, saying that the receiver could be bent and the bolt locked up by a mere act of knocking the leaning rifle onto a hard floor. A late war... Uh, a late war U.S. assessment derided the STG-44 as mediocre, bulky, and unhandy, declaring it incapable of sustained automatic fire and prone to jamming, though the report accepted the accuracy was excellent for a weapon of its type. Now, in the late 19th century, small arms cartridges became more able to fire accurately at longer distances. Jacketed bullets propelled by smokeless powder were lethal out to 2,000 meters or 2,200 yards. This was uh, beyond the range of the uh, shooter could engage a target with open sights, as the range, uh, at that range a man-sized target would be completely blocked by the front sight blade. Only units of riflemen firing by volley could hit group targets at those ranges. The fighting style was taken over by the widespread introduction of machine guns, which made use of these powerful cartridges to suppress enemy at longer ranges. Rifles uh, remained the primary infantry weapon, but in some forces were seen as a secondary or support weapon backing up the machine guns. This led to a large gap in performance. Now, the rifle was not effective at ranges it could theoretically reach while being much longer and more powerful than needed for close combat. Weapons for short-range use existed, initially semi-automatic pistols and later automatic submachine guns. These fired pistol rounds which lacked power, accuracy, and range. They were only use, uh, useful for at very short ranges of no more than 160 to 330 feet. This uh, led to extensive research into creating an intermediate round to fill the gap. This type of information was being considered as early as 1892, but militaries at the time were still fixated on increasing the maximum range and velocity of bullets from their rifles. Now, in early 1918, Hopman Perdit, or Hop, uh, Captain Perdit, part of the uh, Small Arms Ex uh, Examination Committee of the German General Staff in Berlin submitted a paper arguing for the introduction of an intermediate round in the German army with suitable fire, uh, firepower. He pointed out that the, firearm, uh, the firefights rarely took place beyond 870 yards, about half, half the 1.2 uh, mile sight range of the uh, 7.92 by 57 round from the Mauser Gurer 98 rifle or less for the MG-08 submachine gun. A smaller, shorter, and less powerful round would save materials, allow so uh, soldiers to carry more ammunition, increase firepower, and on and on. Now, less recoil would allow semi-automatic or even fully automatic select fire rifles 
although his paper called it machine and pistols, pistol or submachine gun. The uh, German army showed it's no interest. It was already had the MP18 submachine gun firing 9mm pistol rounds and did not want to create a new cartridge. So in 1923, the German army set out requirements for the Gruer 98 replacement. It had to be smaller and lighter than a Mauser, have similar performance out to uh, 440 yards, and have a magazine with 20 to 30 round capacity. The Bavarian company, RWS, experimented with rounds in the late ni- in 1920s, and German companies developing intermediate ammunition for aerial machine guns showed a lot of interest. Now, development of the future infantry rifle did not start until the 1930s. RWS offered two, round, uh, two rounds, one with 7mm bullets and the other with the 8mm bullet, both in the 46mm case. German companies, uh, Deutsches Waffen Munitionfabriken, had the 7.39.1 millimeter round, and the Gustav Genschau and company, we'll call it Gecko, uh, proposed a 7.75 by 39.5 millimeter round. Gecko's automatic uh, uh, carbine was a Model A35 and a further development of the SG-29 semi-automatic rifle. The weapon was complicated and basically unsafe to handle. The German government started its own intermediate round and weapons program soon after that. German ammunition maker Pult of uh, Maddenburg was commissioned to develop the rounds in April of 1938 and signed a contract with HWA. At the same time, the HWA contract C.G. Hainel of Seoul uh, created a weapon for the round. HWA requirements were for a rifle that was shorter and equal or less weight to the KAR-98K and as accurate out to 440 yards and be select fire with a rate of fire under 450 rounds per minute. It should be a rifle, grenade compatible, reliable, maintainable, and have a straightforward design. 50 rifles were to be delivered for field testing in early 1942. At the start of the World War II, German infantry were equipped with weapons comparable to those of most other military forces. The typical infantry unit was equipped with a mix of bolt-action rifles and some form of light, medium, or general-purpose machine guns. The problem with this mix was that the rifles were uh, too large to be effectively used by mechanized and armored forces where they were difficult to maneuver in the cramped spaces of an armored vehicle. Submachine guns such as MP-28, MB. MP38 and MP40 were issued to augment infantry rifle uses and increase individual soldiers' firepower, but lacked the range and accuracy beyond 110 yards. During the invasion of the Soviet Union, increasing numbers of semi-automatic Tukarev SVT-38s and SVT-40s were used by the Red Army, mostly by elite units and NCOs. While some Soviet rifle companies were completely equipped with the PPSH-41 submachine guns, 
After experiencing high volumes of automatic fire from these weapons, German commanders rethought their small arms requirements. And uh, the German army had been attempting to introduce semi-automatic weapons such as the Guerrero 41, but these provided troublesome in service and production was insufficient to meet the requirements. Several attempts had been made to introduce the lightweight machine guns or automatic rifles, but recoil from the powerful 7.92 x 57 Mauser rounds was too difficult to control in automatic fire. By 1941, it was becoming unclear that the action needed to be taken. Although various experimental rounds had been developed to uh, one degree or another by this point, the Army insisted on uh, decided that uh, to select the new design, the Polt 8.8x33mm uh, short cartridge. This was used. This used a Spitzer bullet and uh, the basic cartridge design of the standard 7.92x57 Mauser rifle cartridge, cutting down the cartridge from the original 7.92x57 to the 7.92x33 Kurtz. It was understood that this this uh, was not ideal, but it would minimize logistical problems. Now, the German 7.92x57 Mauser chambered in chambered FG-42 battle rifle slash automatic rifle was one of the first inline firearms incorporating the straight line recoil configuration and elevated sight line over a bore axis. The inline design helps reduce muzzle rise during, the, uh, during automatic fire. As work moved forward to incorporate this new firing system, development was halted when Hitler's uh, suspended all new rifle programs due to administrative infire, infighting within the Third Reich. Hitler ordered a newer submachine guns were to be uh, built and he strongly disagreed with the use of Kurtz ammunition. To keep the uh, MKB-42H development program alive, the armament office redesignated the weapon the machine pistol 43 or MP43 and making a few improvements. Build the weapon as an upgraded uh, upgrade to existing submachine guns. Much time was wasted trying to make the MP43 a replacement for the Carabiner 98K rifle. This goal was eventually realized to be impossible. The MP43 cartridge was too weak to fire granite rifle grenades, too inaccurate for sniping, and the weapon was too short for bayonet fighting. So in September of 1943, it was decided that the MP43 would be supplemented rather than replace the KAR-98K. As a result, the optical sight base, grenade launching extended muzzle thread, and the bayonet lug were all removed. Now Adolf Hitler eventually discovered the designation deception and halted the program again. In 1943, he permitted it to recommence for evaluation purposes only. Running for six months until September of 1943, the evaluation produced positive results and Hitler allowed the MP43 program to continue in order to make mass production possible. The weapon was uh, made extensive use of uh, for the 1940s advanced cost-saving pressed and, steel and stamped steel components rather than machine parts. The first MP43s were distributed to the Waffen-SS in October 1943 and were issued to the 93rd Infantry Division on the Eastern Front. 
Production and distribution continued to be different units. In April of 1944, Hitler took some interest in the weapons test and ordered the weapon, with some minor updates, to be redesignated the MP44. In July of 1944, at a meeting of the various army heads about the Eastern Front, when Hitler asked what they needed, a general explained, more of these new rifles. Now, the exclamation caused some confusion. Hitler's response is reputed to have been, what new rifle? But once Hitler saw the MP44 being demonstrated, he was so impressed that he gave it the Sturmwerk, the title the Sturmwerk. Now, seeing the possibility of a propaganda gain, the rifle was again renamed the Sturmwerk 44, STG 44, to highlight the new class of weapon it represented. The designation translates as Assault Rifle Model 1944, thereby introducing the term Assault Rifle. Now, the new semi-automatic civilian reproductions of the MKB-42H, MP-43-1, uh, and STG-44 are being manufactured in Germany today by SSD, that's Sports Systems Dietrich, and distributed by HZA Kombach in uh, the original 7.92 by 33 millimeter Kurtz, and except they accept standard magazines. The PTR-44 by PTR Industries uh, was produced for a short while but soon discontinued due to high prices and lack of demand. A 22 rimfire copy of the SDG-44 by CSG, that's German Sporting Guns, has also been manufactured in great quality, quantity rather, for a lower price, but it is only widely available reproduction in the STG. Talks have been made by HMG, that's Hill and Mac Gunworks, to mass produce the STG 44 replica in different calibers, including the original 7.92 by 33, but also more modern calibers like 7.62 by 39, 5.56 by 45 NATO, and 300 Blackout. But these have yet to be released, and further talks about it hasn't been heard much of. STG 44 was the first assault rifle-type weapon to be accepted into widespread service and into mass production. The principle of this weapon, the re uh, reduction of muzzle impulse to get useful automatic fire within actual ranges of combat, was probably the most important advance in small arms since the uh, invention of smokeless powder. Now, the STG-44's effect on post-war's arms design was wide-ranging, as made evident by the Mikhail Kalishnikov's AK-47 and Eugene Stoner's M-16, and its variants. The Soviet Union was quick to adopt the assault rifle concept. AK-47 used similar-sized intermediate round and followed the design concept, but utilized a rotating bolt as part of its firing action. Now, the, in 1944, the U.S. added an automatic fire capability to the M1 carbine and issued it as the M2 carbine with 30-round magazines, fulfilling much of the same function. The kits were distribu distributed to convert the M1s to M2s. But anyway, after World War II, uh, many Western countries continued using their existing full-caliber rifles although the 7.62x5.1 NATO round adopted uh, post-war was still full-power cartridge, the trend towards the adoption of less powerful rounds was already underway in the West. 
For example, the M1 Garand was initially seen and developed for the 2.7, uh, the .276 Pedersen or 7mm round, a cartridge was less powerful than the standard 30-06. The U.S. Army's adoption to the M1 carbine in 1941 proved that the utility of a small, handy, low-powered rifle that required little training to use effectively. Frangio base, uh, of Italy based uh, the actions of both the LF-58 carbine and the LF-59 battle rifle on the STG-44. The United States and later NATO developed assault rifles along roughly similar paths by the first adding selective fire capability in a reduced power full caliber cartridge. Soviet Union lightened the AK-47 and introduced the AKM. The U.S. developed the concept of smaller caliber high velocity or SCHV bullets and further reduced the weight of their firearms with the introduction of the M16 and 5.56. The Soviet forces followed suit with the introduction of the SCHV AK-74 rifle in 5.45 millimeter. Very interesting stuff there. Hope I satisfied you, Keith. But anyway, you got any bitches, gripes, or complaints, feel free to contact me at gunsmoke at yahoo.com. That's G-U-N-S-M smoke, all lowercase at yahoo.com. Or check us out on Facebook at Gunsmoke Gunsmoke. So until the next time, y'all take care.